0: Okay. today's shear is Parsha Nitzavim and Tufshin Ayin Aleph, the last Parsha Shear for this year Tufshin Ayin Aleph. Uh, Hashem next week, I do not think there'll be a shear. Wednesday night is Yantif. The following week, though, uh, I hope to have a shear during Asarasi Mechuva. We'll probably do Parsha Zos Abraha that week. Uh, the Wednesday night, let's, let's say tentatively, of Asarasi Mechuvah, we'll do, um, that Shabbos is Yom Kippur. So there is no Parsha that week, and the following Shabbos is Shabbos Kalamoi. And then uh, Sukkot you know, Torah is on a Thursday, I think. So there won't be time for a shir on Bracha, So that's why we will have one that week during Aser HaSemit um, That'll be uh, then. But next week, Hazinu, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to skip for now. If, if somehow Shabbat Shubha gets ready very early and I can give it on Monday. So um, I'll let you know. But um, as of now, tentatively, we'll, um, we'll keep it as, as skipping next week. Also, just to, to mention... Um, Tonight's year is L'Refua Shalema, a Talmud of mine, who's having a surgery tomorrow. Elio Shmuel ben Chaya Bina. All the Torah should be L'Refua Shalema. It should be with Siyat HaTashmaiya. And uh should be with him. Okay, so let's start with source number one. As we said, the last Shabbos of the year, that means that this Mosi Shabbos, we start saying Slichos, which uh, hopefully we'll, we'll have a, a Sichab before Slichos, which I will try to uh, upload to the uh, to the OU website as well. Um um, but the uniqueness of this Shabbos says the Ramah, The Rama quotes in source number one. The Ravavram Shur quotes the Rama that we start on Moti Shabbos. Why? Because we need at least four days of slichos before Rosh Hashanah. That's the rule. At least four days of slichos before Rosh Hashanah, and we always start on a Moti Shabbos, so it's not confusing and everybody knows when we're going to start. Excuse me. So we always start on a Moti Shabbos. So what do we need always for? And that's why if Rosh Hashanah is earlier in the week, we start even the week before on the Moti Shammes. Why do you need at least four days? What's the uniqueness of four days? So one of the reasons that is quoted is that just like a carbon in the days of the Mikdash had to be checked for four days before it was brought. That's why they always had four days worth of karbonus, uh on ready in the base of Mikdash for the carbonus kar- uh, tamid. But so too, so we are being checked for four days before Rosh Hashanah because we're going to be mock of ourselves. That's the daily of the Akeda. We're all being okay ourselves. So we have to check ourselves for four days uh, before, before Rosh Hashanah. The other reason, though, quoting the Ramah quotes, in uh, Ramah quotes, just quotes the Minog, the, the Lavush quotes, the Lavush quotes an ancient custom of fasting for 10 days at this time of year. Ancient custom. So two of the days we actually fast. Gedalia and Yom Kippur. But this is ancient custom that that, that was done. Lomaisa, we lose four days of the fasting. What does that mean? What days? Two days Rosh Hashanah, we and you're not allowed to fast. And Shabbos, you're not allowed to fast. And Erev Yom Kippur, there's a mitzvah to eat. So there are four days that were lacking fasting during this time period. So we have to start four days earlier. You have to start before Rosh Hashanah for four days, saying Slichos, uh, that um, reminds us of the four days. Says Reb Avram Shur, if you think about this reason though, even the other reason, so what are we saying? It's not just, oh, these are four days where we do an extra. These are four days where we say Slichos. M- Moti Shabbat, will talk about why we call it saying Slichos, not asking Slichos. I say Slichos. But so, what is it about saying the slichos? You see from these reasons that these saying slichos is really a, f- a reflection of the days. These are unique days. These are days that symbolizes fasting. If you go on a fast day, is there anything special about today, or you're just not eating? Of course, there's something special. It's, a, it's, it's whatever fast day it is. Songdalia, Serebateve, Tishav. Something happened today. There's a status of the day. It's not just a day that I happen to fast. So too, you see, from the reasons of why we start saying slichos four days before, we see that it's a reflection of the uniqueness and significance of these four days—the last four days of the year. It happens to be. Line ten: If one thinks about these these reasons, he will see the root was that we should fast. We know, so we just say slichos. You know what what I understood from this reason? The four days beginning next week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, aren't just. Yeah, they're regular days and we walk around exhausted because we're dreary eyed from from getting up a little extra early or uh, staying up late finding time, went to have dafyomi when you say slichas in the morning, so we're a little more tired. No, it's not that. You just dab it a little extra. Rak etzim hayomim heim shonim. They're different days. These are special days. Ukomo ta'inus Sha'omrim bo slichos Medvinim hakol she'etzem hayom uyom ta'inus. Just like on a fast day, for example, when we say slichas, it's not just that we're davening extra. There's something about today. Something happened today. So too next week, the, first four, the last four days of the year, um, it's changed, it's unique. Even Shabbos, one can think about it. This Shabbos is Chaf He'elul, the birthday of the world. If you work backwards, how do we know that? Because Adam HaRishon was created on Rosh Hashanah. That's his birthday. That was day six. Working backwards, that is, this Shabbos is a Hayom of the, the first day. Yom Echad, Yom of the Briyasa Olam. So all the days next week, even though we don't fast, it has to be, we have to realize that these are serious days that we have to focus on and hopefully use to the best of our abilities to get ready for the Yom Hadin. He ends off by saying, Ksiv, the last paragraph, and Hayom, and is usually the Shabbos of slichus." Isa la. It works out. They're both 694. You could do it. Sleless is La. We stand up, we say "leless, we get ready to face Baruch Hu. We prepare ourselves. That's what this Shabbos and these last couple of days of the year are about, readying ourselves uh, for Toshina base. Okay, let's continue now. Yeah, hopefully, a couple of these thoughts will will help us get ready for for the Yom Hadin. aleph. These two little short parshas put together, but they're uh, chock full. So, you know, the beginning of the of the parsha. You're all standing here today. Rashiachem shiftechem zeglechem Shadrechem, Everybody, Tabchen, sheichem the babies. The machanecha the water carriers, the wood choppers. Everybody's here. What's everybody here for? La to pass you through a treaty with God and to swear about it. And a number of times in our history, we took national oaths. One of them was by Harsinai. One of them is when we are each personally born. The Gemara says it needs that, that we each swear that we're going to fulfill our, our mission. But here too, Arbas Moab, this is the treaty of Arbas Moab. That Hashem is, is cutting with you today. Rashi. Rashi. La'avracha. First Rashi. on am puzzling Lihiyoscha over bebris. To have you go into a treaty. lioscha over bebris. V'lo kimo This is one of those Rashi that we usually just say quickly and skip and don't think they're significant. But let's focus on it for a minute. La'avracha, to go through. Don't think that this La'avracha are really from the Hifil. La'ha'avircha. Hashem is here to cause you to go through the treaty. No, 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 it doesn't say that, says Rashi. Elakemo la la'asoschem osam. Right? No, it's La'avracha, it's the, you're going through. You're not being caused to go through. What's Rashi driving at? La'avracha, not La'ha'avircha. What's he trying to tell us? Says the Shem Anatov, in the fourth volume. Source number two, quotes Rashi, and then he says line two, the difference between the two to pass through or to be caused to pass through. La nira she over la sounds like they pass through on their own volition. I pass through something, nothing is causing me to pass through. I pass through. I'm over, over to go through. If it would have said to cause you to go into the treaty, somebody is causing me to go through, even if I'm not so into it, even if I'm not acquiescing to the agreement, but I'm being forced to go through. So now the question is so what is so that's the difference between lavarcha and lavarcha. But now we ask so what's the significance? Why doesn't it say la'avircha here? Why didn't God cause us to go through the treaty? Why is it specific? Why does it specifically say la'avircha? What is that? La'avircha? What does that add? So answers the Shem and Atov. we in the next paragraph. De'in yin krisas bris hilahash was roshem al ha'ovrim batavach. What is the especially in the Torah? What's the purpose of a treaty? And what happens when there's a treaty? When there's a bris made, Rashi quotes this already by the bris bein and he quotes it here too. Rashi, brisos osin What they used to do is to make two different items on the sides. Let's say you split right, the bris ha-bisarim right, Bissarim, the two different. Uh, you split the animals, you put them on the different sides, and the people becoming part of the covenant walk through. That's the treaty. And then they say, oh, we walk through here. That binds us together. Why? What do you have to walk through? Because it makes an effect on me. It makes an effect on me when I actively take part in something. I walk through the two halves of an animal of something. That makes a Roshim. I remember this treaty in the future. I remember it. It affects me. Right, a muscle. Right, if I just tell somebody, you know, I'm going to do something, it's different than I'm shaking hands. Shaking hands, that's a real, you know, an action. But whenever somebody has a treaty, since it's a one-time thing, it's very possible that as time passes, the effect and the feeling is going to wear off. I'm not always affected by it. The inspiration does not last. Right? Because that's, that's human nature. That's if I'm caused to be brought into a tree. If I'm forced into it. Okay, it will make a Rosham on me. If I go into something on my own volition because I want to do it. It becomes part of me. It becomes who I am. And I'm a different person after going through the treaty. Once I commit to something, I'm different. I I don't even need the moments of inspiration anymore because I'm living an inspired life. If if originally it was and if it was something that I didn't want to do, so I constantly need those moments of inspiration as a as a shock to inspire me. But if I went into it originally with such with such rut zone, so you don't need to be inspired. We live inspired. As a book, living inspired. Kiyaloa Brismut mutba'as it's part of me. Vikfar nasa chhelik it's part of my 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 essence. Verishumani kerasboko And it's 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 rashum. that he quotes Again, Rabbi Weinberger lived in Williamsburg. Ubi Yosi biYerushalayim. One time I was visiting Yerushalayim. He says, "Ra'isi a hahevdel hamakori baze." This this idea came to my came in front of me vividly. I saw this this message that I'm talking about. What is it? Shebechutz laaretz, afilo osam shechayim al piha halacha. Efshe lahakir bohem ma shall his palus vis rashmush mi mashu b'tarve In Chutz LaAretz, says Rabbi Weinberger, there's moments of inspiration. But if you meet an eralch Yerushalmi, they live an inspired life. Yomam Valayla. Every second of their lives, they don't need moments of inspiration. anybody ever meet Rav Nevinzal? What he needs to be inspired, he he is. You look up in the dictionary, inspiration. that's what he's talking about. Mashakei Yehudei Yerushalayim in a magical all his powers. When them Yosef migedder ruach, they get inspired by by a great vart? No, they're they're constantly there. El ta kol ora chayehim, hu chilek bilti nifrad, mehabris hazos, Ve'i efshar ba'acharas. That's what avracha. Wa avracha not la avracha because that's what we have to work towards. We have to work towards with with ratzon and with, with our own desires, constantly renewing our, our krisas bris, our treaty with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. If we could do that, we don't we, we won't even need the moments of inspiration because every moment of our life will be inspired again, a very high level, but something that something that we could shoot for. Okay. Next pasuk, Perachavtes. Next thought, pasuk Yudches. Again, Moshe Rabbeinu was talking here. On the last day of his life, last moments. The treaty is with us too. We also were standing there at Temi Savimayam We were standing there. A little Jewish history again. And you saw all the Shikutseyem and Gilulehem. And says Ramosha Rabbeinu. Maybe there's somebody amongst you an individual, a family, a shevet, whose heart is a little turning. We're not fully there. That are following other gods. Maybe there's a bitter root somewhere out there. Says Moshe. And when you hear this, this warning that I give you, the and you might be mitbarech. You might feel bracha in your hearts to say, Shalom Yeli. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm fine who I am. I go with the straightness of my heart. One of the hardest phrases to translate in all of the Torah. We're not going to do that right now. Lo yov Hashem, somebody who has a certain attitude problem, it seems, right? Lo yov Hashem's not going to forgive him. Hashem's going to get very angry. Vechulu vechulu. Says again the sec- that same piece of Avram Shore. It's in the continuation though. What is who's is this passage talking about? Somebody who we read this passage and we kind of say, how can anybody have such an attitude? Who's that talking to? Which Russia is that talking about? Which arrogant, stubborn, spiritual personality is being discussed here? I'm good, God. I'm okay. Who's that talking to? It's not us. Right? This is a very radical pusik. Who would have such an attitude? It says, of Source 3. Choshevim ki ein dvaram ka'ilu ban hakadu shayev la derech ha'chaim It's just not shayev to us. It's not us. B'sefer likute Torah koseif harav Balatania dvaram niflaim. the second week in a row we had Balatanya. It says the Balatanya, This pasuk is referring to us. What does that mean? Ve'im eno mishaber ta'avaso ve'rotsa betivo kul toldaso. If we accept our natural state of who we are and where we are and everything that we have been, says Rabbi Avram Shor, if any of us have the attitude of, This is me, God, this is who I am. And this is, you know, this is uh, this is the best you're gonna get. It's not that's this pasuk. He beshriusli She'aina rose at shanu's I can't change who I am. I am a guy who comes to shul and Davis in this way. I come to shul at this time. I daven with this much kavana. I say brachis with this much kavana. This is me. Okay, maybe Rosh Hashanah and Kippur time. I'll, I'll I'll do a little better. I will focus. But in general, I don't have any, you know, um thinking about any major changes in my life. Maybe changes in to be mashpi on my family. It's not, it's not who I am. Ki be li b'elef. I am who I am. She'ein erot ze l'shanos tivo. Ki choshif she'zosu aderech. V'yepshelo leylech al derech There's no other way. V'lo alzen nemer batorah lo yo v'hashem salo achlo. Hashem says, no, you can't have that attitude. You know what we say if we have that attitude? This is who I am. I have these natias. I have these yearnings. I can't change it. It's specific. It's my heart. This is what my heart is pulled to. I can't focus so much. I can't concentrate so much. Every Jew has a little spark of fire in them. Says the Halakha Balibov. This has to awaken us. We can change. Our, our kids could look at us and say, Oh, you never did that before. Right, that's unusual. But they should, all, they should all be able to say that next week. If we don't think that we could do it, we're in this pasik. This is a special koach of the Jewish people. That's what we could change ourselves. Inherently, we are from the avos. Who are our avos? Avram, ah, Yisak, and Yaakov. That's who we are. That's who we're from. That's our DNA. Kia miyashalish yisrael hu kulotov v'chal harah hu er mikre The ra is the layers upon us that that over the years get thicker and and dirtier. Umemelo meres mitzvah That's why in this week's parsha lo nifleisi mimcha. It's not far from you. What do you mean you? You, who were you? I'm Yisrael. Maybe from other nations. It's not naturally part of who they are. They can't change. We are who we are, and that's it they don't know the Rambam in the middle of Hilchus Tshuva. Maybe in terms of other nations that happens to be true. But I'm Yisrael, we have a concept of Tshuva. We have a concept of being able to be right. We have that power. Ki that's Shayach to each and every one of us. We have to have the attitude that we can do it. It's within our path. So why is it so tough? Why is it so tough? So a thought that we mentioned a number of times in the past, but uh, not on Nisan Vayelach, thought I mentioned it here. The Torah says it's easy. He quoted it, but the Ramban himself, later on, skipping, in Paraglamid, later on in the Parsha, Right, we have the famous pasuk by Shishikia Mitzvah Zos, Lo Niflesi Mimchavol or this mitzvah is not far from you. It's not distance. Lo Bashamayim he, Lo LaYami. It's right there. Ki Karveilach Maod. Which mitzvah are we talking about? Kiya Mitzvah Hazos. It's Machlokas Rashi Ramban. Rashi says we're talking about Talmud Torah, quoting the Gemara Maseches Erevin. Rashi oldi the about Talmud Torah, but the Ramban says explicitly. The Ramban says source number five. Kiya Mitzvah Hazos i kula call ava Torah kula. Avah kianachon kiyakolat Torah yomer kula mitzvah sharonochim safchayom. Avah la mitzvah zos alatshuva hanis kares. We're talking about shuba. The pasuk said before. Vashatar Hashem alokecha kiva hashivosa el vavecha vashatar Hashem alokecha mitzaveh mitzvah shiitzavos. So the last came. This is the mitzvah. So what does the Torah say? It's easy. Lo nefleisi mimcha avlo lo So why is it so hard? So why is it so hard though? we all think he so why is it so hard so says of as many other Bali musters say it's a simple reason it's such a hard item to overcome but so we just have to acknowledge it the first step is to acknowledge it and that is what he calls it's just what we used to what we're used to is what we're comfortable with what we've had right? we all like to sleep on our own bed if you ever go away for Shabbos, we went away. We had a Shabbaton last week, right? You come back to your own bed, ah, right? Doesn't matter if you, when you go home, you're comfortable with what. You, so that, that's hairgo. We just like it. So this is who we are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Moshana. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna focus more. I'm gonna come to. I'm gonna try to come to Minyan a little earlier. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out time to do Chesed. It's hard. Right, I'm a busy guy. So he says that, that's the problem. The problem is that we're so used to it. And that's what we have to overcome. Line ten. We're mitragel. This is who we are. whatever we are. And whatever situation is, this is it. Right. If, we, if we're in a space that it's it's hard to get to a minion for mincha or for myruf. Do we make that extra step if i if, if I have to go to the next building to, to get the minion? I have to I have to schlep out at night after I come home late. Okay, so but this is who I am. Do we have do we have the are we brave enough to be able to make that change? No matter what stage of life we're at. Right? Admahab Moshe Moshrabainu. Moshe Rabinu was growing. This is the danger of Herogel. We, we don't feel the, the need. If I, would, if I would be shocked and just see it, I would definitely be shocked out of it. He says, A person who has never heard of death before. Never heard of the concept of death and all of a sudden he sees somebody die and, and it, it hits him that this is what's going to happen after mehav ashrim how would that person react yeah okay yeah I know he starts shaking and he'll live his life with that recognition we also know that there's mehav ashrim we also know but what do we do yeah, we're used to it. We're just used to it. So when we're used to things, it's just, uh, be Right? That's what we have to overcome. We have to overcome what we're used to. We have to overcome what the situation has become. It quotes later on the story that we've quoted many times the the story of Chushim. Remember the story, Maris all the Shvatimah there, ready to bury Yaakov Avinu, and they're about to go inside. Number eight. Personality, the last one. There's only one spot left in Marissa Machpelah, right? There's a one, one left. They're about to go in, and who shows up? Esav. Esav says, "Sorry, I bought it. It's mine. I'm the b'chor." Sorry, I'm the b'chor. And they say, "No, you sold it." He said, "No, I only sold the single portion, not the, the double portion, not the single portion." He's like, "No, you sold everything." So they say, he says, prove it. He says, oh, where's the star? Oh, we left it at home. We left it in uh, Mitzrayim. Who are we going to send? Naftali. He's fast. Naftali so Naphtali's running back to Mitzrayim. All the Jewish people are waiting here for Naphtali to come back. That's the story. So did Dafyud Gimel. And all of a sudden, the Gemara says, line 26, Chushin, the son of Don, was still there. The Akiran Le'odnei. And he was very hard of hearing. He was deaf. And he, did, he was just standing in the back. He knew know what was going on. And Amr al-Maiyai says, what? What's taking so long? They explained to him with, with, uh, with uh, I guess he was looking at their lips. However, he was understanding them because he was deaf. And he says, all of a sudden, And what's going to happen until Naftali comes back? My, fa- my grandfather is going to sit here Bibi he takes out a sword. He chops off Esav's head. Boom! Bury Yaakov Avinu. That's it. He took it all into his own hands. So ask all the Mepharshim, What did Chushim realize that all the other brothers didn't get, or the grandchildren? They also saw Avi uh, Avamuta Bivizayon. So it says of because they were all mitzragel to the situation. They were all used to it already. Because they were involved. Yaakov was there, they were giving, give and take, and talking, Asa, this selling. So they were used to it, so it didn't shock them. So they just waited, yeah, okay, well. But Hushim wasn't involved. He was on the outside. So he wasn't used to it. So he was able to see with a certain clarity that the other brothers didn't see, and the other his his uncles didn't see. And that's why Hushim did what he did. That's the danger of Hergel. That's what we have to feel. libi the Balatanya told us, applies to each and every one of us. We have to realize that we can change, we could do amazing, amazing things if we just realize the potential that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. Okay, moving right along. Following what I mentioned in Adrasha a couple of years ago. Um, a thought from the Vilna Gaon. We know, let's continue, Parach Hav Pasuk Hav Tes, Pasuk tells us, right before Ravi, again, a little bit uh, Jewish history, L'avi <laughs> Hashem's going to get angry at you in the future, mashem al Masam, He's going to leave you, He's going to throw you out of the land, <laughs> He's going to get very angry, <laughs> He's going to throw you out to throw you out to another land. Okay. There's a Mesorah in the Chumashim, in the Torah, that in Vayash the Lamid is written large. Vayash el Eretz Acheres. It's the Mesorah of, of the sofrim. The Lamid in Vayash is written big. There are a number of letters throughout the Torah that, that are we have a Mesorah for that. So is, is there any symbolism... All right by Yikra at the beginning, the little Aleph at the beginning of Yikra. Everybody talks about it. so a lot of the letters, a lot of the letters. So what's the symbolism of the big Lamed here in Vayashlichem? So he quotes in the Sefer Kamatzich Shalal He quotes his father who says based on a Gra, Muvah gra mi Vilna. Source number five. The Gra has an unbelievable diuk, and unless you catch it, but once you see it, it's so obvious in a pasuk, in a parak, in Koheles. Right, the most well-known parak in Kohelas all the times. Ace for this, ace for that, ace for this. Time to be happy, time to be sad, time to do this, time to build, time to break. Ta- all the aces. Time for this, time for that. Kohelas Paragimel. They all start with a lamed. Ace lize, the ace laze. ace lefrots, the ace lefnoz, ace lefkoz, the ace le They all have a lamed except for two. Except the two. Ace-sephod, the ace-rakot. There's time to give a hesp, there's time to give a in, and there's time to dance at a wedding. There's no lameds to introduce those words. Why? right? Two lameds out of all of them? Says the Gra. it's a remes to a halacha. Which halacha? Line nine. Ubir ha-grah, sheba'a pasig lirmos, lamasha'omru chazal, is to hint to us what Chazal say: To for a wedding or a Lavaiah, you stop learning. Mivatlin Talmud Torah to go to a wedding and says the Gra: Lamed symbolizes Limud, symbolizes learning. So there's no Lamed before Sephod and Rakod to hint to us that but for a Hespid and for Rakida there's no limud. You're del Talmud Torah for Hespid and Rikud. Says the... That's the gra. That itself is a, is a treasure. That gra leaving out the lamids, Why? Because it's a hint to this Halacha. Esvod ve Code. So now, the father of the Komotisheh L'arav, Rishabtai Dov Rosenthal, says, line 13, maybe the lamid the same message in our Pasuk. Why is there a big Lamid? This Pasik is all about This Pasuk is all about, about Hashem's going to throw us out. And we're not going to have a base on Mikdash. And we're not going to have a centralized Sanhedrin. Lamed is for Limud. The Kasva HaTorah Lamed Gdola. Why? Kadei l'rami z'lanu ki b'tochat sarashal v'ayashlichem. It's just the opposite of the G'ra. The G'ra says you take away the Lamed by Hesped and Rikida. Hashem makes the Lamed big in Mayashlichem. Don't worry, you're going into Galus for so many thousands of years. Big Lamed. Talmud Torah is going to flourish. Even in Galus. Vayashlichem al-Eretz HaKeres. T'muna gam ha Halokit ha sh'lo tishachach b'pizarro. Sh'a Torah tifrach v'teshach she BeGalus. The Davgatachas, Redipas, Vatsaros throughout our history, all the tragedies, how many of the greats of our history lived at the time of crusades and inquisitions and pogroms. Think about it. Every great person, basically, in our history, starting with Rabbi Akiva, right? Every great one. Rashi, Rashi, right? The Talmud Bavli, it's reading Galus. not at the easiest times. goes Babel, the Rambam, the Rush. Begolus. And afterward, Geir Svarad, Prichaz the Shach and the Taz, lived in 1648, Tachvatat, So much, the great that Kalim, Gambia Amenu. even today, after the Shoah, we see how Torah is spreading, Baruch, Baruch Hashem, and flourishing. That's the Lamed here. The big Lamed. Vayashlichem, El Eretz, El Eretz Acheres. And he just adds, at the end, from the Chida. He quotes, Menorah Sayin. Ki hakesher shebein ha agdol ha-gdolo bin lima is the chida already. Notes the connection of Laman meaning lima da-toris. chida The chida says, ki tasir min If you take out the lamid from the word vayash the osios that are left equal asav. If you do the gematria. Meaning what? When you take out the Torah, then asav wins. If there's no Kol Kol Yaakov, then there's Yadaim Ideasov. says the Lam here, the Chida already knows that Lamid can symbolize Torah. You use the Grog from Koheles to explain the big Lamid in Vyash Okay. Moving right along. Says the Pasik, Perak Lamid, Pasuk Yud Dalit. I'm sorry that there's a few more thoughts than Yitzavim than in Bayela. In the past, we've tried to have them even, but they're one unit. Bayela. Says the passage. Okay, where are we? Yudal, Lama yudal, Kikara, again, talking about shuvah or Talmud Torah. Kikara ve'lacha maod. It's very close to you. Kikara ve'lacha. B'ficha u'bilvavchalasoso. It's in your mouth and it's in your heart to accomplish and to do. Ask a number of the Mafarshim. I gave it to you from Rav Dessler Source number eight, this is in Chelan Dalad of Miklam Eliyaw. It quotes this pasik. Understand what, what we do with our heart. He hashavas shavas el We have to bring it to our hearts. We have to do something in our heart. We need to get us the feelings, right? Bilvav I understand that phrase. Bilvav In our hearts, you got we got to feel. We have to feel the avas Hashem. We have to feel the feelings that we're supposed to feel. Avomaze mase ech efsher laasos How do you read the b'ficha bilvav chalachor? Are both going on the last word laasoso? So b'ficha laasoso and bilvav What can we do with our mouth? We could dive in, we could learn, but it sounds like something more. Bilvav Falah is to get our hearts properly aligned for our lives. But what's B'ficha? It says Rav Dessler, Ladas, Shekoah Gadol Shamur Lepheh. Our mouth has tremendous power. V'im ha'adam misrageel l'dabar d'iburim shal Torah v'shal al the What we talk about affects us. The language that we use affects us. If we use certain language, certain, certain gray area language, language that maybe we could get away with, what's so bad about certain words, it affects us. It's not a fine way, a Ben and Bas Torah way to talk, and this is especially important for for the youth among us. Says the Rav Destler, i Latsmei. Let me give you a mashal, give you a mashal about dibur, how it affects a person. Masait kveda achora bimadron. A truck forgot to put on the emergency brake. And all of a sudden, the truck is slowly, slowly sliding down a mountain. Right? It's nothing stopping it. You could get a hundred men to try to go to stop the truck. It's not going to help. The truck's stronger. The truck's still going to go down. If one person jumps in... Turns the key, turns on the engine, presses the gas. Yuchal et samatzav. A hundred people can't do it. One person goes to the controller of the truck. That's it. Problem solved. Says Rav Destler, our mouth is the engine. It's the steering wheel. <coughs> it's what could affect our entire mahus. It could bring it to our hearts. If we're constantly talking about constructive, positive ideas, Torah, Chesed, productivity, if that's all we're talking about all day. That's going to affect us. That's going to be po. The pair has the control. The pair has the power. So in one of the svarim that they connect this to a sharei or. Sharei R is one of the Yisrael svarim. It's printed with koch, uh, with koch with r Yisrael. The, 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 the edition that I have, the R Yisrael, the Yisrael Salanter, his Sefer, and with it is his Talmud Sefer, a Yisrael Bluzer, Reb Yisrael the pre Yitzchak. So he has his two Hashkaf farm printed with his Rebbe farm, the R Yisrael, the Koch and the Shari are right? Because the R Yisrael is the center, that's the Yisrael Salanter, the R Yisrael. So he is a star of that light, the Talmud. That's why he called his Svarm the Shariar and the Koch Or. There he talks about how one is supposed to learn. And he says, he talks about the importance of talking when one learns and saying it out loud and not just scanning it with one's eyes because Dibor itself is something that affects us and getting excited in the Dibor is what affects us. If we just sit there talking like this straight, if we, he says, how could you learn mussar when you're talking like this and the Silas Yasharim was not written. That's, it won't affect we got to have a hislavos. we got to be excited. And when we're in a base madras and we see somebody jumping around next to us, we shouldn't look at them like they're weird. right? We should say, I want to be like them. I want to get into it like them. But it starts with a dibur. And he talks about, we saw salanter. the top of the page. Top left. halimud. limud You've got to do it with excitement. Admar maso shina musar. He changed, right? He's the founder of the Musar movement. He changed how we're supposed to learn. The Instead of like earlier gami shalama l'famim Sifri musser. Right? There were Musser's for before what we call Musasfarim, for There were before Yisrael Salanter. Rabbeinu Yonah wrote Shari Tshuva way before Yisrael Salanter. The Ram wrote Hilfas Tshuva way before Yisrael Salanter. Right, there were Musar Sfarim. The Meiri wrote a Chibur on Tshuva, way before we saw Salanter. Okay, after him, there were more, many more Sfarim that came out, and it became a whole genre of of Limud. But he says Gamishalamad l'famim ezas every Musar. How you signor a Limud aze? Limud Gamaro or Poskim. It used to be this the same type of Limud, right? The learning. Name was like Rabbah Arviz. Yisodah, Yisodos. We read the same, the same tune. Oh, just like just like Gemara is all about Havana. it's about Havana. Musar is two ideas. Meaning Musar, betting around personalities. Number one, he says, is the knowledge itself, like all other areas of Torah. But then he skips lines 15. It's the awakening itself. This doesn't mean that we should be screaming our heads off and disturbing everybody else around us. That's not what he's saying. But at least talking enough that it affects us. Asher al halimud, besifrei musur, yecham my heart becomes alive. nafsho, It becomes alive in me. He says that's, that's what it's about. That's the second element. He says, for the first element of learning, Moser, just to have the knowledge, doesn't matter how you do it. Right? I could be lying on the couch with my feet up and having a Masul Sisharim, which they say never left the Gruz table. The Masul Sisharim, they say never left the gruzz table. The the gruzz table. Right? So I can be sitting on the couch with my feet up looking at Masul Sisharim. For the Yediyah of Masul Sisharim, that's great. But for the Hispalus of Mesul Shishara to have it affect me, says that's that can, cannot happen that way. that's not gonna happen. Right? It has to be with excitement, with saying it out loud. He even says at the end, we're not gonna read the whole thing. But line 50 Al kain Toblach Zar Mamar Miru Kama amin if somebody feels a certain connection to a certain Maimar Chazal, to a certain section of a Sefer, say it again. Say it twice, three times. Say it, say it. Remember a couple of years ago, long, more than a couple of years ago, I remember I had a Rebbe that was talking about this. Uh, so he said there are certain things that, certain statements that, you know, if somebody connects to you. So remember at the time I was learning with the Chavrusa, um There's a Rambam at the end of Hilchah's Mezuzah. Beautiful Rambam where he talks about what we're supposed to think about when we go into a room and we see, we see the mezuzah. The Raman says we should wake up from the heavenly, from the, the sleep walking through life and remember she'ein davar ha'omei olamim There's nothing that stands forever eternally except knowledge of God. So I remember just at that time we Habrus and I were learning that. So we said that over and over again. I had to try to learn it by heart. But that's, that's what he means to, to make it part of a person if we're inspired by something. Say it again. Make it affect us. That's the myth of Melio. Befich Saying it. He's talking about Musr, but again, it affects all our lives. What we talk about all day. What we talk about, how we talk, what we talk. It's how and what that affects who we are and that is definitely something that we have to make sure that not only do we check the hechsheirim of what's going into our mouth, we have to check the hechsheirim of what goes out of our mouth. Okay. Moving on to Parshas Va'yelech. Two more ideas for the evening. Beginning of Parshas Va'yelech, we have the Mitzvah number 612. Mitzvah 612, those who listen to the Mitzvah Shir, we uh, are, um, another plug for it, Baruch Hashem, we're in Parshas Tazriya. We did the Mitzvah of Karbonis Yolaitis today. Feel free to join us whenever you want to pick up. Um, Parshas Va'yelech, we have Mitzvah number 612, and that is the Mitzvah of HaKel. Mitzvah, gathering all of the children, men, women, and children, gathering together, perig laman pasuk every year after Shemitah, sukkah's time, hakelasa'am, ha'anashim anashim men, women, and children, the geracha bisharecha, and the ger amongst your gate, which by the way fits it beautifully to what we said last week. Remember, we had the vard of a geracha Becha, from Yosef Nechemiya Kornitzer. the ger in you, bikirbecha, that meant the neshama. This is bisharecha, like I'm supposed to say. Laman yishmu, be laman yilmadu, so, so that you hear and learn and it'll be an amazingly spiritual experience. Okay, two years ago we mentioned the thought of Rav Nelson Adler who said, wouldn't it be more spiritual and uplifting if you leave the kids at home? Right, sometimes, you know, it's, I told the story then two years ago that I remember one time one of my trips before I made Aliyah, Tamaris and Machpelah. Remember we were, uh, it was like amazing. We were psyched up for it. We got a bus to and We were going to dive a mincha there. It was all unbelievable. Everything was going great and perfect. And we got ready for mincha. And Chazer goes, "Ashrei, I'm, I'm taking my three steps back. I'm taking my three steps forward. Right then, Abba, I have to make. Right then, hold it in. Forget it. That was my mincha. So you think, hakel. You think, leave the kids at home. It's so spiritual. No, that's what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants from us. He says, bring the kids Give them the experience, even if it's going to lower one's own experience. Rav Nasan Adler, the Rabbi Sam Sofer. Again, there's a lot related to that, but that was just two years ago. We mentioned that idea. Rav Yeruchim, though has two ideas. One of them popped. One of them said by many, and one original. It says Rav Yeruchim, What do you related to what we just said from Rav Nasan Adler? First of all, what do you see from here in terms of when the mitzvah of chinuch starts? What does the Gemara say? Rashi quotes it. You bring the man to learn. You bring the women to experience, to hear. You bring the kids to give schar to the ones who bring them. Meaning, they get nothing out of it. To give schar to the ones who bring them. What does that mean? Because they, they at least see the experience. They see so many Jews. But it's, the Pasha says, we're talking about very young children. Says the Das Torah, says Jev'eruchim. Line Line 6. El Lirós Mikkan at hekhon magia in yunagina cui si wen ginof starts. Ume ema saik farmas ghela so avoda. Gam yon kecha daim gam gammu le kholof. Be rega yit si rasam. Kfar om dem They are able to be influenced and mekhunag at a very young age. Even babies. Kfar omdim mufalim uf alim umis rashmi me call mis rakishi tam. Right, Mishali says that one of the Tannaim they brought his quib into the base madrash. Because right, they wanted him to get just the to imbibe the Avirav Torah, every little movement, everything has significance, and you see that from Hakel. See from Hakel, chinuf starts even at a very young age. But then he quotes another idea. If you're daik in the Rashi, and I think as. Anyone who is an educator or a parent, this message that Rav Yerucham is about to say will be a tremendous nechama for every parent and every child, and give and, and give us an insight into what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants from us and what He demands of us. It says Rav Yerucham, bringing something from a totally different context. He quotes line seventeen. V'hine. The Sabbath from Kelm. Altar from Kelm. We know there's a halacha of mesis. Somebody who tries to seduce another person to do a zara Somebody who tries to seduce another Jew to go away from God. The halacha by mesis is, and this is unique in the entire world of halacha, no rahmanis. Zero. If somebody says, oh, I, can, I have a schus for him, we don't listen. If somebody is proven to be a masis, we, a separate isser. Rahman al think about it. You have a Jew that's trying to get another Jew, pull him away from God. So that's the worst. It's even worse than if he does the Aveira himself. If the person himself is Machal Shabbos, okay. If somebody tries to get somebody else, to have Machal Shabbos. So it's even worse. The Torah says, Somebody tries to get somebody away, Mesos has a special place in Gehenim. Mesios have. Rahman al throughout history, we have had our share of Mesios. Jews who have tried to get other Jews away alaveira And if you think about it, it's just for the trying itself. lo gamim yaruka Let's say Reuben goes over to Shimon and says, Hey, you want to do some about a Zara? Shimon says, No. And he slaps him in the face. You know what? Reuben is already Khayabisa, he's a Mises. It doesn't matter that he didn't succeed, it's all about the trying. It's all about if I try to bring somebody away from God, lo sachmo, There's no rachmanis. It's the worst. Says the Saba from Kelm. tova, Puranas. As we know, anything in the negative is even greater in the positive. The reward in the positive. So says, the altar from Kelm, says of Yerucham, think about it if this is what happens to somebody who just tries to bring somebody away from God, think about the schar and the nachas ruach that somebody gets by trying to bring somebody close to God. Trying! If a person tries, if a rebbe, if a mora, if a parent tries their best to bring somebody, to bring their child, their charge, their student, close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so that's wonderful. And a Baruch Hu loves you for that as much as he hates a mesis that's how much he loves says schar limivi just for the bringing doesn't matter what experience happens there it's up that god Baruch who ultimately how much the shmaya we have in our efforts we try our best and then there's a lot more that's beyond our control there's a society out there that's a that's a major danger a lot of times there are other issues that are major dangers which are out of our control. But, says Rav Yeruchim, it's the Hava, it's the trying. Ki Bikesh, Ki Tachas that's what we all try to do. And that's all HaKadosh Baruch Huayah asks of us. And he says at the end, Yisod Gadol Huzeh, he says that's the Yisod Gadol we learn from HaKel and we learn from Asis. It's the Haval. Forget the mitzvah, they're not going to get anything I'm out of it. it. doesn't matter. You brought him to the Beis Mikdash. you brought him to the Mars Makpela, you brought him to the Kotel, you brought him anywhere, you brought him to Shul, as long as he's not disturbing. You brought him, we're trying to be, trying to affect, we do our best. That's all we can do. And Kodesh Baruch Hu loves us for us for it. Okay, that's a verb we have to remember. Finally, last thought of the na- the night. Perak of alaf pasuk havalaf v'haya ki tseno so rose rabos bitzaros. If he finds difficulties in the future, v'un'shashir hazos lovanav leiky bizarro. shachak mi yitzro v'chulu Hashem says he knows our yitzahara but we will always have Torah. Kiloti tishakach mi pizarro. That's the Pasuk says. It's a thought that I saw in three different versions. But I gave you one of the versions, it's a number 12, that at the at the Levaya of the Vilnagon, the only people that were allowed to be maspid were Talmidim, who learned specifically, directly from the Grah, and they were going to quote Varts from the Gra." That was the rule at the Graz Levaya. So, the following thought is a vart that someone said over at the Levaya of the Grabesh the Gra. Relating to Torah will never be forgotten from your, from your seed. There was a Gemara in Ksubis and above Metziah, two places in Shas, Ksubis Kuf Gimel on the Vase, I gave it to you in source eleven. There was a machlokas between or a discussion between Rechanina and Rabbiya. They were fighting. Amal Rebichanina and Kiyah. Bahadidi Chanina says, again, it's hard to know the context of the conversation, but Chanina said, if Torah is ever forgotten from Israel, my charifus will be able to will be able to get it back. Hashem gave me Bar Hashem a great mind, and I'll be able to get it back with my harifus If Torah is ever forgotten. It says Chia, I'm one better. I make sure that Torah is never forgotten. Preventative, prophylactically. Why? Says Reb This is what I do. Daisina kitna v'shadana u'magadun u'nishpi. I plant flax. I use that flax to make nets. V'tzayana tavia, and then I catch deer in the nets. U'machilna bistro I give the meat to the orphans. V'yarechne megilsa mi'mashchi and then I take the deer and I make cloth out of the hide of the deer. I go to a place without any learning going on. I write the five books of the Torah on five of the klaphim. Give it to five kids and tell each of them, okay, you guys learn each and then teach each other. And I take another six klaphim. I write Shishasudah Mishnah on one on each of the klaphim. I give it to another six kids and say, teach each other. And in that way, Torah is never forgotten. Preventative. The Gemara ends off. The Hainu to Amarebi Kama is awesome. What an amazing plan that Rabbi Chia had. To make sure our mi pizarro. What's the gobbliss of the plan? What was so special about the plan? Why was it better than Rabbi Khanina, who would get it back anyway? Said the Grah. You see from here that every step of every mitzvah, of every project that we are involved in, needs to be lishma. Needs to be with the highest of attentions. On the bottom, sheyeh du eich yisnago mitzvah. matar sheyira adam shleikti menuah yitzahara v'asitra achra binyan ahusher was a When I start learning, it should try, if possible. Again, it mitzvah shalolishma balishma. But as much as we can. L'shma from the start. They quote the story that when Rav Chai, Rav Chai started, the Volajon of Yeshiva, when they had a groundbreaking ceremony, he was there and he was crying. He said, why are you crying? He says, if there are no tears at this ceremony, he says, Yeshiva's not going to last. I need tears of, of intense connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. from the start. L'shma from the start. They say, going back... Um, Going out uh, later in history, the, in the, the big belzer based Medrash, in uh, Yerushalayim today, the one that looks like a major uh, palace, looks like the mini based HaMikdash. So then they say that the Belzer-Rebbe was involved from the pouring of the cement. We have a Mesorah in Belz, about shuls. From the pouring of the cement, every little element of building, he was intricately involved in it. it was all the Shema. It was all the Shema. That's Rebbe Says the grow in every act that we do, L'udugma. Second line on the next page. If I have a cloth to write a Torah on, or I get a safe a, a, a sefer to teach a, a, a boy on via doan, I know that the, it was written on, on on paper from from merchants that took interest, or any other types of yisurim. That's going to have a metaphysical effect. The gallus of Rabbi is that the process of chinuch in his case, but the process of any mitzvah, the process of anything that we're involved in. Has to be pure from beginning to end. That's our goal. And that's our goal at this time of year as well. As we said, we're coming to the last few days of this year. We said the Emea Slichas aren't just days to say extra Slichas, but special quality of days. We have to make sure that we, as much as we can, from beginning to end, Lishma, 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 the proper Kavanahs, the proper um, perspective that we can have. Focused on what we're doing, not to do everything by rote. Baruch, we should have Hana'ah, the Hashem, from our actions. And the Baruch Hashem, we were able to be Messiahim. This year's Tafshin Ayin Aleph, so hopefully in two weeks we will continue with the first Tafshin Ayin Bays Parshashir, Zos HaBracha, will be two weeks. Two weeks from tonight, Be'a Hashem, during our Sermet okay We'll stop here.